how to use the NCAA website. This is the Recruit Me Athletic Scholarship Podcast, episode number 196. Welcome to the world's longest-running podcast on recruiting and athletic scholarships. I'm John Fugler. As an athletic scholarship coach and a recruiting author, I want to help you as a family succeed in the recruiting world and get a scholarship for your student-athlete. I'm a dad of two scholarship athletes myself and also the CEO of Recruit Me. Our sponsor is the Athletic Scholarship 24-Month Recruiting Planner and Journal, your all-in-one resource for a successful recruiting experience. It's available on Amazon. Action produces traction, so this 15-minute podcast each week will help you do just that. It'll change your scholarship future. You can find every episode on your favorite podcast app or on my website at recruitme.com. Just a minute of uh, mention that tomorrow, if you're listening to this on Tuesday when this episode releases, then tomorrow on Wednesday night at 7 p.m., we've got our recruiting party. Join me. We're going to have some fun. Lots of energy. A lot of things happening. 7 to 8 Eastern time on my uh, Recruit Me Facebook page. That's going to be a Facebook Live event. If you are listening to this after Wednesday, and then you're just going to have to go and watch the replay. And I think that'll be a lot of fun as well. So I uh, hope you're going to be there. We're going to enjoy it. That's Wednesday, May 6th. Just don't know when you're listening to this episode. Well, this episode, we're going to talk about uh, a free resource. <laughs> yeah, it's the NCAA website. This is, I am sure you've gone there at least once. Maybe you've gone there many times, but there's a way to use this site, and there's some resources there I want to uh, zero in on uh, for you because you can go to the website just like anywhere you can go on the internet and you get too much information and you come away confused. Let's go ahead and use the NCAA website to, to give you clarity on your direction uh, towards an athletic scholarship. Let's, let's do that. And, and this website gets better and better every year. As I look at this, I remember just a few years ago, it's... I go on there and it just didn't look good. I didn't know where to find anything. And it was it was harder to get what I needed. Now you can get what you need. And I want to show you how to do that. I'm going to point you to some, some spots on the site that you can grab some stuff, download it, uh, print some things out, uh, bookmark these. And you can get a lot of information that maybe you've been thinking you need to hire somebody for, <laughs> and you can get the same information for free. You don't have to buy a lot of stuff. Just buy my books, okay? <laughs> now, uh, but let, let's dig into it. And of course, the first place you, you want to go is right to the homepage, ncaa.org. You go there because you're going to get a little bit of overview of the NCAA, college sports, all of that. And um, you, you go there and it's, it is really geared towards the incoming student athlete, the, the recruit, the prospect. Uh, and there are three things that uh, you can look for there, several things you can look for actually, but just to hit on a, a couple of these, just the background on the NCAA and, and college sports. There's some links in there you want to click on. I mean, it talks about the, the three divisions of the NCAA. Click on that link and go deeper into that. It uh, gives you uh, a link to register with the NCAA Eligibility Center. And that's something you have to do at a certain point 
in your pursuit of the scholarship while you're still in high school. Then it breaks it down into playing Division I sports, Division II, Division Three, and get to uh, get more familiar. It, this is always good to read. You might think you know everything. Get on this, and you can be sure that what you see on the NCAA site is true. It may conflict with what you've heard from friends and other families. Well, go here, go to the source and get the truth. And then one thing that you want to do as you scroll down the site, there's a section called Know Before You Go. Know Before You Go. You want to make sure you click on the guide for the college-bound student-athlete and go ahead and get this. It's a PDF document. It's free. And that really is your the best guide in this whole recruiting process. Um, make sure you get it. Make sure you read it. Make sure you know it. They release a new one each year. So go ahead and get that. And all of this and more is right there at ncaa.org. So I want to take you to another page which I'll have a link to this in my show notes, and I'm going to give you, (laughs) uh, this is the recruiting page, and I'm going to give you the web address. Uh, Just remember that everything begins with ncaa.org, and then you want the forward slash. Like I said, I'm going to put this in my show notes, and there'll be a link in there, but it's forward slash student hyphen athletes, student hyphen athletes, plural, forward slash future forward slash recruiting. So ncaa.org forward slash student athletes forward slash future forward slash recruiting. (laughs) They say that's a lot to remember. You can do a search on it. You may end up at the same page, but I thought at least I'd give you the address. You might need a GPS to get there. Uh, And on on this page, this is really cool because it's an overview of recruiting, and there are the recruiting terms that you hear thrown around all the time, and you wonder, I'm, I'm, I nod my head like I know what they mean, but you're thinking, I really don't know what they mean. Like a contact, what is the NCAA definition of a contact? Uh, a verbal commitment, what does the NCAA say about that? Well, they say that happens when a college-bound student-athlete verbally agrees to play sports for a college before he or she signs or is eligible to sign a national letter of intent. And then this key sentence, the commitment is not binding on the student-athlete or the school and can be made at any time. In other words, a verbal commitment means nothing. means nothing. Well, you say, well, my, my word means a lot. And if you make that verbal commitment to the school and you're saying, this is my word and I mean this, then yeah, your verbal commitment means a lot. I advise you not to make a verbal commitment. And schools making verbal commitments to you, they're not held to that either. Uh, it, it's just more about pride than anything else. Yeah, my, my son made a verbal commitment. Uh, he's a sophomore. He made a verbal commitment to LSU. Uh, well, in reality, unless it's a signed letter of intent, which isn't going to happen for a couple of years after that, it holds no water and it's not binding. Uh, it talks about campus visits on this page, uh, the national letter of intent, lots of links here. There's something uh, you think about D1, D2, D3. There's a Division Three celebratory signing form. What's that all about? That's on there too. 
uh, recruiting calendars, links to recruiting calendars. There's a lot of a lot of great stuff on here, and that is at this recruiting page with a number of links, and that's ncaa.org forward slash student hyphen athletes forward slash future forward slash recruiting. Now, the links I want you to make sure you click on. Um, the recruiting calendars for individual sports, that's right up at the top of the page. It's right after the second paragraph. And that that's really helpful. The recruiting calendars will then take you to a page where by sport, you can see the recruiting calendar for your sport. You can understand what happens at certain times of the year, uh, dead periods, contact periods, those, those types of things. And on that list also with the calendars is the recruiting guide. The recruiting guide, which to me is more like a calendar. If you, uh, for instance, uh, click on the men's Division One basketball recruiting guide, and I'm going to do that right now. You can't can't see it on the podcast, of course, but it shows you on these guides what can happen, what the rules say for each year of your student athlete's high school career. For instance, June 15th, in the, this is D1 basketball, men's basketball, talking about um, what's allowed with telephone calls, electronic correspondence, gives you details on that. Unlimited, beginning, beginning of the June 15th of the conclusion of the sophomore year. Um, so it, that's really helpful. That's real helpful. And that's in there for every sport. So I encourage you to take a look at the recruiting calendars and the recruiting guides. That's really important for you to do. So go ahead and do that. Take a look at those and and see what you find. Um, Something else that you want to uh, click on on that recruiting page I mentioned, backing up a little bit. Uh, you know, that page with all the forward slashes. <laughs> uh, there's a list of recruiting terms and an FAQ, recruiting terms and related FAQs. You click on that and you're going to find answers to, uh, in, in plain English, to of what these different terms are about, like the quiet period, the evaluation period, the contact period, the dead period. What's the difference between an official visit and an unofficial visit? What is the national letter of intent? Don't assume you know all these things. These are great pages also to print off. Really know them. So you can go from a position of strength and knowledge when you're approaching schools and coaches. Lots of stuff on that page. Again, ncaa.org slash student athletes, student hyphen athletes forward slash future, forward slash recruiting. And I uh, mentioned those links in there. Just check that out. You can spend a couple days <laughs> easily on that page and clicking all the links. And then uh, the third place I want you to go uh, is to the Eligibility Center site. Now, what, what is that all about? Well, you need to be certified by the NCAA Eligibility Center to to compete at the D1 or D2 levels in the NCAA. NAIA, it's the same thing. Um, So you need to create a certification account and go through the process it costs to set that up. You have to do it, though, 
And uh, you can do it in your junior year is what I recommend. Um, and so that's the, the D1 and D2 levels. And the Eligibility Center site will guide you through, click on the links there, gets uh, set to set up that account. And this is an easier website to remember. It is eligibilitycenter.org, eligibilitycenter.org. Go on there and get a lot of information, get insights. And if the timing is right for you to complete uh, and register, you go ahead and do that, all right? You must do that. Uh, So those are three powerful places to go on the NCAA website. That's how you use this website. You go there, you look through it, you print out things you need, uh, you pull up documents, that PDF documents, print them out as well, maybe save them electronically as well, and you create quite a collection of resources you can always go back to. You're not going to remember it all. So you want to be able to have these pages bookmarked. There are also resources on the NAIA website that you should go and look at. There are recruiting calendars there. There's an eligibility center. You can find out more about the NAIA. The rules, recruiting rules are different between NCAA and NAIA, as you know. Well, I wanted to introduce you to something basic here. Uh, It's important to know this. It's important to know that you have a resource. You can type in uh, athletic scholarships and the NCAA doesn't come up first on that list because there are so many companies and services that want to get your attention and are paying for that, uh, that spot on the Google listings. But you want to make sure you find the NCAA website. I want to finish with one more site that you want to go to that'll be, be helpful for you. And this is NCAA.com. All the pages I mentioned to this point are NCAA.org, but at NCAA.com, that's more of their promotional website. You're going to find uh, news articles, stories about athletes. For instance, uh, I'm looking at one here as it pops up. The top story on NCAA.com is the headlines is a season's sudden end still stings for Denison swimmer KT Kustritz. And uh, that's the story of, of her situation. And there are also recruiting articles that pop up here. There's a, there's a number of things, number of things that, um, that you'll find interesting for recruiting and other things you go, oh, that's, that's cool, but I'm not quite interested. It keeps you up to date on news and information. It's more of a PR site for the NCAA, but there are some, some pretty, pretty neat things in there that I think uh, you'll find beneficial. You just never know what's going to be there. There are inter- interviews with student-athletes. Uh, It's nice to find out what they're saying as they're in college now and get their their story, their reaction, uh, how they do in the interview. Uh, Check that out. So that's at NCAA.com. Wander around there a bit. Well, that's it for this week. And if you're joining me uh, tomorrow night, May 6th, 7 o'clock for our recruiting party, I'll be at my grill on the back porch and greeting you on Facebook Live. Uh, If you are listening to this after that, then join me 
<laughs> on the uh, recorded interview. I'll have some content in there that I think you'll enjoy. I'll be giving a couple things away, uh, helpful content that uh, will help you pivot as we pivot out of the coronavirus crisis, some states faster than others, and as we try to move more towards normalcy. Well, take care, and I might see you tomorrow night.